This is a Rooster Teeth production. Uh, hi. This is the beginning of the episode that comes out next week. It's a doozy. We talk about lactating women. We talk we talk about all sorts of things. But what the thing I'm here to talk to you about is we're selling the baseballs that are coming out on Friday on store.roosterteeth.com. They will sell out very quickly. But I realize we never talked about them on the show. We've only mentioned it on social media. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, we have an Instagram account at FacePod, I believe, and a Twitter account with, I think, the same name at FacePod. Also have a YouTube, but you wouldn't find that out there. Anyway, thank you. Bye, baseball. Previously on Face. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Face Podcast. This is number 99. We are in season four, still year two, I believe. Really closing <laughs> in on that episode 100. We are moments away. With me as always, Andrew Panton and Gavin Free. How's it going, dipshits? I'd say it's going well. I'm still thinking about Bovril because we just recorded that one. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure everybody else who's listening is equally haunted by it and it has stuck with them. Maybe some have tried it. I did not need to know that shit existed. That was, whoa. I think you'd be surprised at how yeah. good it is. <laughs> at what? Like, I was surprised it exists. I'm already surprised. Yeah, hard to get more yeah, it's surprised. It's not bad. It's not bad. What? If anything, huh. Jeff, you should, you'll probably like it because of the opposite of the color you hate. Yeah, Ooh. I guess that's true. It is true. That's fair. That is true. Uh, and and uh, I mean, it, there's a whole Bovril industry, right? So the, clearly there's a market for it. <laughs> Bovril industry. <laughs> You're not wrong, but it's just, it's, it's a weird thing. I wonder what the annual Bovril industry was worth. Yeah, like what? <laughs> <laughs> what are the global Bovril sales for 2021? <laughs> uh, I'm going to Google that real fast. You guys talk. I'm going to Google that. <laughs> <laughs> Global Bovril sales for 2021. Higher or lower than salad cream, do you think, Gavin? Oh, lower. Lower, lower. not as popular. Okay. I have no point of reference for these things. So it's interesting Jesus to hear. Jesus Christ. Look at this what Google returned. By 1968, the Bovril <laughs> Empire owned Empire. Argentinian beef ranches that totaled the equivalent of half the size of England. Production was also moved <laughs> from London wow. to its current home in Burton-on-Trent. Today, Bovril is as popular as ever, providing three and a half million jars to Brits every year. <laughs> so they were just liquefying Argentinian cows? Is that what you're saying? Seems to be the case. <laughs> they, probably, they must have like a big Bovril grinder and they just push the cows in and then out comes the juice. <laughs> we're a Bovril podcast. Uh, <laughs> oh shit, dude. In 2004, Bovril drops the beef to go vegetarian. They didn't do that. I mean, wouldn't that just be Marmite or Vegemite? I don't know. Let me look into the Bovril Wikipedia. Oh, God. Uh, recipe changes. Okay, here we go. It was promoted as a superfood in the early 20th century. Uh, advertisements for Bovril recommended people dilute it into a tea or spread it on their morning toast. Disgusting. Some adverts even claim that Bovril could protect one from influenza. Since its invention, Bovril's become an icon of British culture, and it is associated with football culture. So you were right there, Gavin. Uh, during the winter, Bovril football fans in stadiums, terraces, drink it as a tea from thermos flasks or from disposable cups uh, in Scotland, where thermoses are banned. No fucking thermoses in, in Scotland. Uh, in, no doorknobs uh, in Vancouver, no thermoses no. in Scotland. 
What's interesting is the prevention of influenza is also what they said about butt plugs. So really, this circles in <laughs> multiple ways. I thought that was night oh. blindness. Uh, it's everything. <laughs> butt plugs originally cured all. In 2004, Unilever, which is very close to Unifarm, uh, <laughs> removed the beef ingredients from Bovril, rendering it vegetarian. This was mainly due to concerns about decreasing sales, particularly from exports due to an export ban on British beef. <laughs> As a result oh, of that growing yeah. popularity of vegetarianism, religious dietary uh, requirements and public concerns about, well, about fucking mad cow disease. Uh, in 2006, Unilever reversed that. Fuck, excuse me. I burped in. In, <laughs> in 2006, Unilever reversed that decision and introduced or reintroduced beef back to the Bovril formula <laughs> once sales increased and the export bans were lifted. Unilever now produces Bovril using beef extract and a chicken variety using chicken extract. We should try all the Bovrils. Like, what's better, the, the veggie one or the <laughs> beef or the chicken? Like a Cosmic Chris review? Yeah. Do you know who the Forest Green Rovers football club is, Gavin? No. No, I don't either. They're, but I assume that there was British. Uh, in November 2020, they announced a collaboration with the makers of Bovril to create a beet version, B-E-E-T version of Bovril to be sold in the New Lawn Stadium, where meat-based Ooh. products have been removed. Exclusive. You would have thought the Mad Bovril. Cow had a knock-on effect on all the... Like, yeah, I guess it makes total sense. Yeah. I can't well, give you, blood here because of that. Because really? you have mad cow disease? Yeah, they don't want my filthy British blood in their banks because <laughs> of mad cow i can't give blood anymore because i have too many tattoos i was told <laughs> oh wow andrew can you give blood i i should really try it's actually a thing i've been meaning to look into there's a rally for it happening in the near future where i live and i was gonna i was gonna look into that i've never tried i don't know why i'd be rejected although could it be a weird do you have to have like oh blood like do you have to does in any blood acceptable well, some I blood's assume? more valuable than others, but you can for give sure, any blood. yeah. Because I know all blood it's, is it's good a, blood. I imagine it's like a different. I feel like I've heard when you try to like going to a sperm bank, you have to hit a lot of requirements, like to get approved for that. I feel like the requirements are very stringent, from what I've heard. Well, but how do they know though? Before you monk off into a cup, how do they know if you? qualify well i think you have to go through some things and then i think maybe i, I, don't, I don't know the process of it. from my understanding you need to you need to essentially have like super i don't i mean i don't want to further make this harder to get sponsored a junior hockey team but it's from what i've heard you need essentially super come to to get approved <laughs> from mean? a sperm bank that's just what i've heard I don't know how any of that works. I don't know. <laughs> I, th I think I think you're right, Andrew. They're they're they don't want scrub sperm. They want to make sure it's genetically good. That you're not like predisposed to have like four million different issues. And then also, I think most of those so places you just fill out a form and they. Well, I think they, they maybe they can get data from the 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 sample. I don't know. Like if maybe it's a doctor's thing, but you need to be clear. Like you need to have a really good medical history. And I right. think maybe maybe potency. Maybe it's sperm count. Like, I think there are multiple layers. So it's all decided after the, after the specimen. Yes. It's not pre. I after think you do sample. a pre-interview. Okay. I'm sure there's, like, some medicals that you go through. But I think it's post-sample. That's what... I'm trying to remember. I feel like I heard a story where somebody, like, wanted to do that because they'd get paid for it. And then they went through the whole process and they were told they weren't good enough. I think they also have, like, like requirements, too. Like, you have to have a college degree and uh be <laughs> like seriously like they don't want like the fucking dumb spring. really yeah yeah 
That's interesting. Yeah, but does does my knowledge get passed down in my sperm? What the hell does that even mean? I don't know. It's like a third. They want thoroughbreds only, Gavin. They need to. It needs to be a high quality. <laughs> like, like passing down knowledge to my jizz. <laughs> Uh, how using donor sperm works. Donor evaluation. The health and safety of donors and recipients are paramount to the donation process. Donors must be under 40, free of communicable diseases, and without a family history of genetic disorder. They do a semen analysis to determine its usability. It must be able to withstand freezing, storage, and thawing while remaining viable. Before <laughs> using the sperm, it needs to undergo quarantine and frozen storage for at least six months. The donor must again test negative for communicable diseases after the six-month quarantine period before the sperm is available for use. Sperm banks offer anonymous information about donors, including interests, appetite, aptitudes, and physical characteristics. Parents can also use a known donor or someone they know. Sperm bank donors remain anonymous throughout the process. However, known donors do not. Hmm. So I'm right. I just said it horribly, but I was correct. I didn't know any of the information, the specifics. <laughs> but I was, I was in the right direction. Um, I'm trying to think of like how I mean, I already said super come. We're already pretty, pretty low, low tier as far as sponsoring junior hockey goes. I had I had another great conversation with my mom recently. Oh, is there an update? There is an update. This isn't <laughs> this isn't about butt plugs. Um, this is uh, I talked to my mom about um, lactating, lactating women kinks was the conversation because it was a subreddit. There's a subreddit post where I live. Lactating women cakes. Yes. There's somebody that so they posted. use the milk from tits. I don't I don't know what they do with it. It was a post on the subreddit and it was somebody who would be like, hey, I don't I, I'm trying to. And it wasn't this person was very serious. I have a lactating woman kink. Does anybody know of any ways that I could I could figure this out type thing? How I could how I could solve this issue I so guess. so what what it solve what like how do i get access to women who uh, how do i get access to lactating women was essentially the post okay i would say it was very odd it was a strange it's one of the stranger posts i've seen this is verging on like black market <laughs> shit <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't like negative and that way it was just like hey are there there there's services that i could i don't know i guess i guess your best bet would be to hang out at the prenatal ward in a hospital I mean, that's what you'd hope for. Yeah. What what made me laugh? I should have told this the other way before previous. My f post favorite or, or, or the post I enjoyed the most that was on the subreddit before was somebody posted this thing saying every night downtown we have a get together from 7 p.m. until like 10 p.m. Come hang out if you want to. And it was just a video of dudes twirling fire sticks and like this little gazebo with like Spencer's gifts type lights just shining around them. I was like, this is what a fucking weird thing that'd be to walk into. And then I looked at, I clicked the post and the top comment was alcohol and 420 friendly. Like there would need to be a clarification that the fire stick twirlers, Spencer, <laughs> Spencer gifts. Like I, I, it was one of the funniest clarifications I've ever seen. Like somebody be like, oh, I hope they'd be okay with this. So then I learned that the person that made that post was the lactating milk guy because I went into their post history because I'm like, what else is in here? If that's there, there has to be some wild shit in their post history. And I found that and I was very excited. It was the same guy. So then I thought, oh, this is a funny, it's a funny thing. I was going to tell my mom about it. So it's talking about the, the fire thing. 
And I was like, yeah, it said on the, the post that they're alcohol and 420 friendly. And my mom had no idea what 420 was. Like, they, she had never uh. heard of 420. And so then I had to explain what 420 was. But my initial thought was, she's going to have no clue what a lactating woman kink is. <laughs> if, we're, if the 420 is the barrier of entry, then have to explain that. So then I explained <laughs> that to my mom. And... Uh, what what's wrong, Eric? Eric's having a breakdown in the chat. I can't <laughs> I can't believe that lactating woman kink is the long walk that we just took to explaining to your mom what four twenty. What was part means. of the same thing? I thought it was right, a funny thing, right? Because I thought like, to go so insane at the beginning to dial it all the way back to well, mom, four twenty <laughs> means weed is yeah. like no, you're right. Wild, you're wild. totally right. That was like the opposite of clickbait. You're absolutely. <laughs> I fucked up. I told the story in the wrong order. A hundred percent. That's what? my fault. Um. Well, it is your redemption year. You want to start over? No, no, we're good. We could just we move past it. But I just it was more funny to me that I was like, I wonder if she knows what this is, considering she didn't know the butt plug thing was where my mind was at. And seeing her reaction to it, I thought it would be funny. She didn't even know what 420 was. So there's a hurdle to clear there. She had no idea. She did. She was disgusted. Equally with the butt plugs is the lactating woman doesn't understand any of it. She paused. There was like a moment of processing <laughs> and then was like, I wonder, I wonder if he likes sugar cookies is all she said. And then we never addressed it again. So I think in her head, it's like a consumption. <laughs> it's a consumption thing. I don't think she understands what the kink is. Does your mom think breast milk tastes like sugar cookies? Does breast milk taste like sugar cookies? I think she was thinking her brain, I think went like, I wonder if he would have it in cookies and then it went to sugar cookie. I don't know. I can't explain why her brain went there. But it was a very funny thing of she was stunned, didn't really know what to say. We were both quiet for a minute and then she just said that and we moved on. <laughs> just moved on from it. We just moved on. There's no other. That was. There have been some weird. That's not the most awkward. Have you seen like a movie with your parents that is like, that's an, I regret that. That yeah, was unfortunate. I've, like that I've was awkward. Got a lifetime, an entire lifetime of that experience. It could be. What's the worst one you've had? Because I feel like I have an all-time bad one. I had one recently. Not well, recently. It was about ten years ago. Um, I went home to Alabama because my dad died, and so uh, it was like the week my dad died. I was just trying to laugh, and so I put on an episode of "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia," and my mom sat down to watch it with me, and it was the episode where they faked the death of a small child to get away from the IRS. And they had a, I don't even remember what it was, <laughs> some dead animal in a coffin and they flipped the coffin over and the dead animal fell out. And I just looked at my mom and I was like, this was not the time for this fucking episode. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Oh. Yeah, it was a real oh. mood killer. Real oh. mood killer. <laughs> That's so bad. Okay, your turn. Well, do you have one, Gavin? Uh, just like watching uncomfortable stuff. I remember um, I watched Titanic as a child. Ooh, there's that okay. there's that bit where they're shagging in the car, like in the <laughs> cargo area. They'll come up all sweaty and there's like steam on the windows. And I remember yeah. when I was a kid, just asking my parents, I was like, what, what happened? Why are they were wet? And uh, my mum was like, they went swimming before this scene. And I was like, oh, okay. And then it was like 15 years later, I, w I watched it again. I was like, Wait a second! Like I didn't, I didn't ever put it together in the meantime. 
that uh, they were just shagging in a car and they lied to me. I just assumed it might burn in to my brain wrong that they actually went for a swim. I was like, wait, there was no pool. <laughs> my worst one, this is, is so bad. So I, I, my mom and I would go to the movies all the time. It was like one of our main bonding things that, that we used to do uh, quite a bit. And so we'd see everything, anything that looked good, we would go see. And one of the movies we saw together was Don John. And I don't know how familiar either of you are with Don John. It was a Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie. I believe he wrote and directed it as well. Yeah. And it's about a guy that is struggling with a porn addiction. And so it's like, obviously, it's going to touch on that subject matter. The opening... The opening to Don John is just straight up pornography, <laughs> just like snippets and scenes from just like they pulled from Pornhub or whatever. It's like oh legit porn in it. And so I'm like watching. I'm preparing. I got the popcorn ready. It's like, ah, oh, there's probably going to be some awkward sex stuff in this. But and you know, you're with we'll your mom knowing. And I'm with premise? my mom. Uh, yeah. Like I just it's like we can get over. It's whatever. It's a movie. It's none of that. Whatever. We can get through this. And it opens with porn, just straight up porn. And it was the most uncomfortable movie experience I've ever had. There was like no, it was zero story. <laughs> Couldn't just like get into some parts of it. It was just porn immediately. Did you just right keep in the intro. looking at the screen? Or I just a thousand <laughs> yard stare forward. I'm in a space <laughs> all by myself. Nobody else is in this room. It was terrible. It was, I wanted to die. What was your mom's reaction? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I was looking forward. It was just, we never talked about it. We like just talked about the movie as a whole outside of that. But it was very uncomfortable. I like that from, from our conversations, I know that there was no butt plugs in that porn. <laughs> <laughs> or breast milk. <laughs> it's a good movie, but it was like the most awkward viewing experience I've had. And I never thought that I'd be in a scenario in like a movie theater just watching porn. Caught me I, off guard. It was a curveball. I have another one uh, that I will remember until the day I die. <laughs> I was in high school, and I was. This is when I got really into music. When I was about fourteen, I discovered punk, and I got like hard into music, and that's all I cared about. And I was really into this band in the nineties, in the eighties, and the nineties called Fishbone because that's the age I was at. And uh, they had this really upbeat, positive, like happy, jingly song called Cholly, and I just liked it so much because it was just like. It's just like an up, up-tempo kind of song. And I wanted to play it for my mom. So one day we were driving somewhere and I said, can I play this tape for you? I really think you'll like this song. And she's like, you know, I don't like your music. And I'm like, yeah, but this one's really happy and upbeat. It's not like, it's not <laughs> oh, like the, no. it's not like bad religion and all that like angsty shit I listen to. And she's like, yeah, I guess put it in. And I had been listening to this album for months and I had never paid attention to the lyrics to that oh, song. Oh my God. Ever in my life. And I <sighs> heard them for the first time as my mother heard them for the first time after I begged her to let me listen to the song. The song is about having sex with an overweight prostitute. And it's the lyrics are like, 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 I love you, Charlie, when you're tickling my Wally. I love it, baby, when you shake your fat derriere. Make me feel good. We can watch the sunrise through your pig thighs. Like, my God. And it's just over and over and over again about fucking this chick. And my mom just got real quiet and I got real quiet and I didn't know what to do. So we listened to the entire song. And then I just <laughs> took the tape out and we never talked about it again. Oh. It's like, when you're separate ways. <laughs> yeah. And I thought I am going to have to. I remember I was like 16. I remember thinking I'm going to have to do a better job of vetting stuff in the future. Oh. <laughs>
That's and I thought, terrible. I thought, how have I listened to this song 4,000 times and never heard it? Oh. <laughs> but that was the case. That's I like, so you much worse. You didn't get up and turn it off. Well, no, I was frozen in the moment. Yeah, like you, there's something about in a car. Yeah. Amount, like there's no subtle way to do that. And to do that is an acknowledgement of the scenario. It's better to just like act like nothing happened just barrel through and i also exist especially at a younger age to make other people uncomfortable you know i used to be way worse about it so it yeah. was like in my wheelhouse so i was kind of like i like i kind of well i was facing myself right like i had to do it because i'd started it and and i knew it was like maybe damaging my relationship to, with my mom but it was also like this will be a story someday and turns out it was 40 years <laughs> 30 years later jesus <laughs> There's nothing I'm trying to like compare all the times that I've thought like, oh, this video, this YouTube video is funny. I'm going to show my friend and they just don't laugh at it. The anxiety of that and the wanting to die and that a hundred times worse being in a car with your mom just strapped into that. How long was the song? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's like three minutes. OK, it's not like two or three minutes. It's not the longest okay. song in the world or anything, but it was but just it felt like, long. Yeah, it was like I had never heard the song before until that moment. And then everything <laughs> crystallized. And my mom definitely heard it. I watched her face go like concerned, glance <laughs> over at me back at the road and just watch her body just turn off. She just went cold <laughs> and like rigid. And I was just like, what am I doing? What am I doing to this lady? <sighs> It's so much worse that you argued for it. You like yeah, no, I did. I had to convince her, yeah, because I was like so annoying about music, and she was just like, I, "I'm not gonna like it. I don't want to hear your music. I, I I get that you like it. It's not my generation. It's not for me." And I'm like, "No, no, no. This one's a good one. It's it's happy. There's like a trombone and shit. You'll like it. You know." Yeah. How much time passed after that until you spoke again? <laughs> I, don't, I, I have no idea. I don't, I, don't know. I don't know. Probably when we got where we were. I don't know. <laughs> I just I just remember looking out the window a lot. <laughs> Should we? I hey, should like, we talk? A, oh, sorry. Go oh, ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go. 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 Uh, I was, no, was going to completely change the topic. So no, I, don't, I don't know. Is this okay? Well, I'll talk about the thing I was going to talk about. I had a realization from a previous. I saw a comment about this on, I guess, the one two episodes ago. I've been saying something wrong my entire life, and I've always been kind of like somewhat aware that it could be wrong. Oh, can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. Is it wheelbarrow? That That's absolutely <laughs> yes. So I I said wheelbarrow. I've always thought it was wheelbarrow. I had no idea it was wheelbarrow. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Wheelbarrow sounds weird to me. I said wheelbarrow. You guys didn't call me on it in the episode. I saw comments where people brought it up. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a weird, as a weird one. And then I watched. This is like a strange sort of pivot, but same type of idea. Spoilers, I guess, for anybody who cares about Dexter, they made a new season of Dexter. Mm -hmm. um, and I realized that I had completely misremembered how that show ended, which was very odd. Like, that was the only value of watching the new season. They, a lot of the new season is about the fact that they don't know that he was a serial killer. And in my head, that's how that show ended, that everybody knew. And oh, then like he, he got fled. caught? Yeah, like he got caught and then he went into isolation. And so then to watch a whole series in which nobody knows that, but I thought everybody did, was very strange. <laughs> so I've been trying to be, after the wheelbarrow, wheelbarrow, I'm trying to think of things that I, I think are true, 
or that I believe that are just completely wrong. <laughs> I've, it's, it's been an exercise and i'm hoping to find more wheelbarrow wheelbarrow content there, there's um a lot of stuff like that where i don't pick up on it while we record but then when i listen back i'm like oh he definitely yeah. said wheelbarrow yeah i feel like it sounds better a wheelbarrow is fun to say it's more fun than barrow if it was a barrel on wheels it would make sense i feel like those exist as a as a wheel i feel like i've seen that used as a wheel like a half a barrel as the barrow part but wheelbarrow as a concept makes sense, right? It's like a barrel. You store stuff in a barrel. You put a wheel on it. You wheel it around. It's the same thing as a wheelbarrow. I, I get how you would get there. And they sound close enough that whenever yeah. I hear it, I just go in my head wheelbarrow. Like it would just adjust. What does your mom say? I have no idea. We should find out. I will. Next time I see her, I'll show her a photo of it. I'll say, what is this? Could have been a genetic thing that she passed down mm -hmm. to her eggs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey should we <laughs> i uh I, I had one of those that gavin fixed me on i i never knew what the word i had been misusing the word pentultimate my entire life until gavin corrected me 10 years ago in achievement hunter but you were using it double wrong i was using it double wrong you were using it in the wrong context and saying it wrong yeah yeah <laughs> you were you you were saying pentultimate as though it's like the ultimate yes but it's I not was. pronounced pent-ultimate, it's penultimate, and it means, yeah. <laughs> like, one before. Yeah, or, or, like, yeah, and I was totally wrong on all fronts, and you fixed me. Thank you, I appreciate that. But, but to be fair, you, you, have a lot of, you have a lot of good word knowledge. Like, you, you have, you use, I guess, being a journalist, you use a lot of words that I didn't know. Like, I feel like you will never turn down the opportunity to use the word assuage. You'll get that in there, whatever you can. But I do like that, that word. <laughs> the fact that you didn't know penultimate... I just thought it's clearly a different, like an American thing. Or like, a, no. So I never corrected on it, you on it for a while before I realized, oh, he is just using it. I think, I think where a lot of that comes from is um, my entire vocabulary comes from reading. And so when you read and you see a word you don't know, a lot of times you figure it out via context clues. And so yeah. sometimes you, pronounce, you, you learn to pronounce it wrong because you read it first, or you get the definition slightly askew. Uh, from from the actual definition, just because you're you're picking up on the context clues wrong. Um, I there's a, probably a lot of those in my life actually, because th there are some things between England and the U.S. where the the literal opposite thing means the same thing. So like I I would use the phrase, well, I couldn't care less, but people here might say I could care less, which to me means, well, that's grammatically the opposite of what I'm saying. Like you could care less, so why are you saying it then? Mm -hmm. But it, just they use it in the same way. Should we talk about, uh, because it is a germane, which is another good word, uh, to this conversation, uh, should we talk about like the tour that Gavin and I went on and yeah, the, the face angle? So, I'd love to know about it. Uh, so last week, Gavin and I went on, you know, for our other day job, the non-face job, we're a part of this gaming group called Achievement Hunter, which we definitely don't talk about on this podcast. But we had to do a West Coast tour, so we played shows in Seattle and we played shows in San Francisco and a show in Los Angeles. And it's like a three-hour kind of like, I don't know, like, would you say like a variety show, Gav? We do like role play and yeah. play games, video games. Wrestling. We play wrestling, some comedy, just a bunch of nonsense, right? Just a bunch of different bits. Presentations. And minor league fan Jack is the one who kind of uh, spearheads that. It's kind of his creative baby. And so he penciled us in. Gavin and I in the past have always... Uh, you know, because we're buddies, as he has he described last episode. I'm I'm the best friend. I'm his best friend ever. 
which feels really good to hear, man. Thanks. And uh, I imagine really I, I, I imagine that I imagine it would probably feel good for you to hear that back. Uh, and, and just knowing how good it felt to me. Um, and uh, so he penciled us in for like we you know we have these big twenty minute fifteen minute uh, productions that we do, and then we have little interstitials while we clear the stage or change costumes or whatever. And so Gavin and I in the past have always done like a dumb little five minute thing. Uh, one time he dared me to eat a bunch of olives. I couldn't do it. Uh, in the time allotted we used to throw gummy bears and try to catch them in each other's mouths just dumb shit i think we played a game of nutball once nutball yeah so i i figured there should be a face angle for this and by the way we met a lot of regulation listeners uh a lot of comment leavers they were all wonderful and fantastic people so my angle was i went out i i, I walked around seattle and i found this store that sold pre-wrapped gifts and i thought oh that's cool for like eight bucks i can buy a gift and it's pre-wrapped i have no idea what's in it it's a surprise so I landed on the idea because it was the week that the episode, I think 97 or 96 came out where we uh, declared, kind of declared war on Lucas, Hayden and Edward as like the <laughs> name of the people who we've never liked who were named those names. And I was feeling kind of bad about that. So what I did was I went out and I addressed the audience and I told a little bit about face. And then I said, is there a Lucas or a Hayden or an Edward in the audience? And one person raised their hand and I was like, come on up to the stage. And they came up and I presented them the gift as an apology on behalf of face and as a peace offering. And I said, here's your gift. We would just like to say, Edward, we're very sorry. We didn't mean to to bemoan all Edwards <laughs> on Earth. He and showed so, me his ID. He really was. Edward. He really was. And we're like, so we're like, so please accept this uh, as a peace offering. And if you could then uh, relay that to all other Edwards on Earth, we would appreciate that as well. Let them know, you know, put the pitchforks away. We're we're on good terms now. And uh, we did that in every city. And every time it was fucking hilarious. And every time it was awesome. And the first the first city in Seattle, the I think it was an Edward. The dude we had an Edward and a Lucas. I don't think we ever had a Hayden. Two Edwards and a Lucas. Uh, and uh, Hay Hayden's were fucking hiding like the cowards they are. Uh, and uh, and the Edward who came up, he had a Russian fuck shirt on. Like, so it was perfect. Oh, yeah. Oh, awesome. That's true. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And uh, we also did mini breaks. I also found a baseball card shop that had 80, like 88, 89 and 90 tops cards. So I bought a bunch of packs and we tried to get Zimmers on stage, but we didn't. I think a live Zimmer would have been phenomenal, but a live Zimmer it, would it have didn't been phenomenal. Happen. We tried; it didn't happen. But we did get to apologize uh, to all Haydens, Lucases, and Edward in at least in those three cities, and they they, they all seemed incredibly gracious and, and grateful. I gave one of them, I gave one of them a koozie because you know I'm always pushing that koozie love. So I bought like a Seattle <laughs> koozie like a and Seattle I gave one of those away. <laughs> we went to the Biscoff store, and so I gave away a bunch of Biscoffs. I can't fucking stand those things, but people like them. Uh, I like. Anyway, the, I think it, it was, was San Francisco. You gave someone a giant Biscoff and some left-handed scissors, and then at the next show, it was like a smaller Biscoff. <laughs> <laughs> I had one left. Yeah, I went. To, there was a left-handed store in San Francisco, and I was like, "I'm left-handed," so I went and I just bought a bunch of left-handed shit, and then I get and I, that's kind of a backhanded compliment because I was like, "If you're left-handed, this means a lot to you. If you're not, then endure the hell of of my life." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was all. awesome. Is there anything that they don't make left-handed that should? Oh, I don't know. Um, like, I feel like most things you pick up a, you know, like a spatula doesn't need, it's not angled any specific way, typically. I gotta say, though, dude, I agree with you, but I, they had left-handed pins at that store. I didn't buy one, but I picked one up, and I went, this is fucking stupid. All pins are left. And then I went, oh, no, this is different. And it felt Wait, how does good. That I should have bought it. It was, like, formed to fit around my left hand. 
I it, 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 it was I don't know how else to describe it other than say it was the best feeling I've ever felt holding a pen. I I didn't buy it for some reason. I'm stupid. Uh, I was just thinking about the bit, but uh, yeah, I, I guess you can make a left-handed anything. Huh? That's all. Should I just we, wanted to to mention that we have a left-handed Gerpler. On behalf, <laughs> I was about to say. On behalf of <laughs> Face, we've we have apologized officially to those three names. This ad is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Going online without ExpressVPN is like using your smartphone without a protective case. Most of the time you'll probably be fine, but all it takes is one accidental drop onto solid concrete to make you wish you had protected yourself. Why does everyone need a VPN? Every time you connect to an unencrypted network in cafes, hotels, airports, etc., your online data is not secured. Any hacker on the same network can gain access to and steal your personal data, whether it be passwords, financial details, all sorts of things. It doesn't take much technical knowledge to hack someone. Just some cheap hardware is needed, a smart 12-year-old could do it. Your data is valuable. Hackers can make up to $1,000 per person selling your personal info on the dark web. Now, ExpressVPN has an encrypted tunnel. It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet. Hackers can't steal your sensitive data. It's super secure. It'd take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. It's easy to use. Fire up the app and click one button to get protected. It works on all devices, whether it be phones, laptops, tablets, and more. You can stay secure on the go. ExpressVPN is a great service. It's super easy to use. Uh, beyond just the security of it, it's great to access other libraries. It's a fantastic product. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com face. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot face. And you can get an extra three months free expressvpn.com slash face. The time for spring cleaning is upon us. Do more than just dust your cabinets and organize your closets. Spring clean your butthole with Hello Tushy Bidets. After wiping with dry, scratchy toilet paper all winter long, our bums could use a serious refresh. Put your cleanest booty forward and start washing with Hello Tushy. Tushy is a fantastic product. I have one. It was so easy to install. It's completely changed my bathroom experience. So stop spreading your business around your butthole with toilet paper. Start washing with Hello Tushy Bidets. The Hello Tushy Bidet attachment washes your bum with fresh water for a way better clean than toilet paper. Simply spray and pat dry. It attaches to your existing toilet. No electrician or plumber needed. Installs in less than eight minutes. Cuts down your TP use by 80%, saving money and paper waste. Make the restroom your best room with the complete Tushy system, including the Tushy Bidet attachment, ottoman and toilet brush hello tushy has cleaned over 1 million happy bums join them and take care of your business the cleaner way i slash we want all of our listeners to have clean bumps visit hellotushy.com slash face to get 10 percent off plus free shipping right now tag us and at hello tushy on social media so we can celebrate your clean butt with you that's hellotushy.com slash face for 10 percent off Hey, if you are a current or past smoker, you have to check out Fume. Fume is the natural inhaler designed for a better, safer, and natural way to quit cigarettes. It's a no-smoke, no-vape, and no-nicotine replacement for the hand-to-mouth habit of smoking. Fume is made of 100% Canadian maple and uses cores infused with plant oil studied to curb cravings. They have flavors like peppermint and cochran with minty, notes to simulate menthol cigarettes, and other flavors like lemonberry bliss for a sweeter experience. And all other flavors are 100% natural, no harmful chemicals, no artificial flavors, and absolutely no nicotine. 
Fume was launched in Calgary, Canada in an effort to build a world of positive habits and has since helped over 50,000 customers around the world. They're on a mission to help 1 million people quit smoking by 2025. Not only does Fume help with the quitting process, they also have support beyond quitting with over a dozen cores for relaxation, energy, and more. Quitting is tough, but Fume really can help. They've got thousands of five-star reviews from smokers who have tried everything else, and this worked. Another benefit with Fume is if you're somebody who flies a lot, being able to use Fume in the air or in the airport makes a huge difference for people. Whether you're a smoker or ex-smoker who still struggles with cravings, Fume is the perfect tool for you. It's time to create positive habits and quit naturally with Fume, and we're here to make it easier. Right now, if you head to breathefume.com face and use promo code FACE, you're going to save 10% off your entire order, you're going to save on the cigarettes you aren't buying, and save on your initial purchase of Fume. That's a 10% off your entire order when you head to B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M dot com slash face and use code face. Should we talk about our Gerpler innovations that we've come up with, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, that was a big part of the tour for me, too, was talking to you. Uh, please, take it away. Oh, has that been developments on the Gerpler? Oh, there have, there have been some Gerpler developments. So this is, I, I don't know the extent of, of which we'll, we'll be able to produce these, but... Jeff wanted a larger Gerpler. If you're going to have a Gerpler, there should be a Gerpler Max. <laughs> there should be a Gerpler Max. And so I was trying to think of like what would be the like the most maximum Gerpler? What would be the greatest thing that we could we could put water into or whatever and sell as a drinking thing? And the best I came up with was, you know, those like roadside barriers that are like filled with well, you see them in movies, like people crash into them. Yeah. So water. people don't stop yeah. down on a barrier. They crash it. It's like in the, in that scene yeah. in speed. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, that should be what the Gerpler Max is. I don't know where we get those. I don't know how much they cost, but we should sell those. And then it somehow pivoted into this <laughs> other idea of Jack has been a minor league fan for a long time now, and I'm sure he'd love a super fan status back. That the only way in the redemption willing, year, in the yeah. redemption year, to give Jack his super super fan status back would be because he's been running a lot of marathons and half marathons. If we attach some straps to one of those <laughs> and put a hose in. So, you know, like those camelback things of water, like those small, very portable water packs that like joggers will drink out of while they're running so they don't have to stop. If we essentially turn one of those barriers into one of those, and if he can run a whole race with it starting full, <laughs> full. then he gets super fit status. Like 800 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> we, and we, and we, talk, we talked about that. We only, it only has to be a 5K, and he just has yes. to complete it. And it gets easier the faster he drinks. Absolutely. I just want to see the reaction of people around him. Like all these people with like camelbacks and you got one guy with like backpack straps and this giant fucking just monster of a container. And he has to hold, he has to hold, he can't like put it on a wheel. No, he has to wear it like a camelback. It can't be a wheelbarrow. No. Because <laughs> like, you may have invented the gut for that. It sounds like it wasn't better than a wheelbarrow. <laughs> I love how much stuff that we want to sell, like, and the stuff we've done, like the porta potty and stuff, that can easily be taken from like a construction site. <laughs> we got, like, Unifarm has some real industrial vibes. We get Unifarm likes to go to go to like apartment complex construction sites and just say, "What do you got laying around?" 
We'll take it. <laughs> we can drink out of that. Uh, so then we decided if you're going to have a Gerpler Max, you've got to have a smaller version of the Gerpler. So uh, and Andrew came up with, I thought was brilliant, uh, the Lil Gerp. <laughs> L I L Gerp, and it's a baby Gerpler. And Andrew, what? How? How does that look to you? It's a thimble. We're selling a thimble. <laughs> Your little Gerp is a thimble, or you can get a construction-sized barrel as the Gerpler Max, and then we just have your basic kitchen Gerpler. Maybe you could use the thimble to decant your uh, bovril, thick bovril paste before you dilute it. Dude, if we can get Jack drinking Bovril out of a big uh, GoPro match, <laughs> that sounds Bovril. awesome. Bovril. So Eric, we'll need you to we'll need you to get with Ecom and get get into production on those, please. Yeah, uh, yeah. <sighs> I think it. I re, Gerpler full of Bovril is like making my stomach turn. Yeah, that is. I just miserable. imagine Jack tripping on the finish <laughs> yeah. line, spilling Bovril all down the race, and then and he's like, oh, uh. "Jump over this if you're vegetarian." <laughs> I'm just imagining him tripping, knocking it over, and just the odor, and just like everybody puking around. Nah, just like, smells good. Does it? Okay. In my head, every aspect of it is disgusting. Probably smells like like beef, like what do they call it? Beef marrow, like a uh, bone marrow, beef marrow, like, like bone marrow, beef like beef bone marrow. Yeah, kind of like what you uh, cook with. Yeah, like a. Uh, I would assume, like like beef stock. Probably yeah, like oxo cubes. Yeah, exactly like that. Hey, I also uh, <laughs> can I can I show you guys something that I, I'm very excited yes. about that. So I, I mentioned to you guys a while ago when I was uh, I, did, I I got ecom to buy me the 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 industrial uh, gold foil stamping machine and so that we could hand so that we could number uh, oh, yeah. cards to make it official mm -hmm. for like break shows and stuff. And then I I got the idea to uh to get a custom stamp made. Well, that stamp came in, and I did a test, and I wanted to show you guys the test. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm very excited about it. I think it looks amazing. That looks so good. That oh, looks wow. incredible. That's, that's not shit. It's not shit. That's the medium. There's a large that's about the size of the card, and a small that's much smaller. I just did the medium one as a test. Isn't that fucking good though? Doesn't it look professional as dicks? Oh my god! It, it looks <laughs> too good for us. Like it's, I it's am, amazing. It's uh, Eric's right. He says the gold is stellar. Well, obviously, we'll put it on the on the Instagram. But I think it looks. If you can't see it, uh, it's an Ian looking up. You know, standard Ian. Uh, <laughs> and it's I don't know half the size of the card. It's the outline, uh, and it is in gold. It's embossed in gold into the card. It's beautiful. I would love you to also get one made of your first attempt at Ian. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Do we have that anymore? Uh, like it's probably in this chat. Just floating above the head. Oh, yeah, it's right. like a triangle <laughs> nose. Yeah. I'm going to throw this in there too, just because when I was pulling this card out to, to stamp it today, I noticed this card and I thought it was the funniest baseball card I have ever seen. And it's not for anything other than I just want to make you guys laugh. So here's, here's the card I saw today Archie Bradley. <laughs> Archie Bradley is doing. That's a uh, high leg. Like, that is. An incredibly that is high rate in our high leg pile. <laughs> yeah, but he's also like turned to the side, so he looks like he's doing like some sort of vaudevillian dance number at the same time. Pretty impressive. He looks like a rag doll. That's like he's a Halo <laughs> rag doll after a grenade went off. Is what that Eric, looks like. Eric says he's doing a Street Fighter kick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are you aware that we totally messed up the baseballs? What do you mean? 
me being Jeff? Just us as a group. We blew it. Oh, how? And what way? Well, listen to this. I would guess I probably hit 50 home runs. <laughs> I, and we decided that we would box up a ball if he swinged or swung and missed, but not if he didn't swing. So he either hit it or he swung and missed, and that's what we're selling. So we're only selling the ones he missed? Yeah, like if he didn't go for the swing, we just put it back Hang into the rotation to pitch again. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. There's the wording of that is weird. It. If, if Jeff swung the bat at the ball, that ball is being sold, whether it was connected Got with it. or not. Yeah, okay. that's it. That's Understood. incorrect. We, I hit the every way, ball eventually. The, the ones that we swung and missed, we, we went, we, we, I hit again. Later. The yeah, we, so Eric and I explained what we did and then Jeff explained it in a completely different way. Uh, is that what you think happened, Jeff? What do you mean? The, well, we had the whole discussion months before where it was like, you know, it'll be a blind box. to You You won't know if you get one that's been hit or if it was a miss. But then you yeah. said that we... But what we ended up doing was, because it was going so well, is any ball that I missed, we just threw it through the pitching machine again and I hit it. So I ended up actually connecting with every ball we sold. Yeah, except we didn't do that. Didn't we? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. If oh. you swung at it, we pulled it off to the side. The only ones I was throwing back were the ones that you didn't swing at. Oh, okay. I missed that. But you were, you were helping me point out. You were like, I swung at that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. That's right. I guess I got that wrong in the moment then. I was just hitting balls all day long. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we can still do it your way, but we just have to go out and then re-hit basically the entire <laughs> compilation I made of you missing. Uh, not hit. <laughs> so we could go out and do them all. The compilation of me missing was well. Some of those were foul tips. I only missed maybe forty balls out of the two fifty. You you did yeah. not miss a lot. A lot yeah, of was... like what what you guys saw in the video of the misses were all of the misses. But again, yep. we like there are so many more balls in the other video that you'll see that yeah. are just absolutely crushed and. When I went out and played baseball this last week, we found even more in the woods. <laughs> yeah, he hit way more than he missed. We just thought when we originally talked about it, it'd be funny if, you know, in a face way, you might be buying just a piece of shit that was completely whiffed. But at least, you know, at least you knew he swung at it. That makes sense because I got one in the mail uh, <laughs> that does not have any kind of connection on it. And I went like, that's weird. I was pretty sure I hit all those. I got one in the mail, but I have probably... 20 in my garage so it's really that was a real i just kind of threw mine back in there and went uh, this should probably go to someone else uh i thought that what you were going to say about messing up the baseballs is that um it it's not really a stamp and jeff just sort of filled his name with paint and then no actual like autograph was on the ball well we I talked about that last week say. Right. Yeah. So. Oh, speaking of which, we have about a hundred balls left that we need to figure out what to do with. And somebody on the Instagram reached out to us who is like a professional paint maker, and he said if we can give him what the the color Gurple is, he will mix up uh, uh, a couple <laughs> gallons of Gurple paint and send it to us, and then we can hit the ball, the remaining hundred balls with Gurple. That's amazing. So <laughs> I think that's that's an interesting idea. I think it's a great idea. So that's really great. Are you okay with what we did then, or do you want to go out and rehit the the ones that you swung and missed at? Well, I only missed a few. I only missed like thirty or forty, so I'm fine with it. I think it's funny if they're not rehit. 
I think just a small percentage of people just getting a ball that has no I, I think it at all. creates more excitement when you when you're buying something blind and then you yeah I totally yeah. You either get screwed or you get a great little thing. Some of them actually got painted even though you missed because you swung paint on the onto them. I, I was so <laughs> like dialed in and hot and exhausted and focused that I I was just hitting what was in front of me. So I probably yeah. got confused at some point. Out of out of two hundred and fifty, I must have hit. 210 probably oh easily uh, yeah. easily most, yeah, of, most of them are hit yeah i like the idea too of anyone who gets a missed ball they can see like theoretically they could see the ball that was missed yeah like it's an yeah. easy like they have the footage of like they can see their ball in play they definitively know it's one of these balls yeah if you get a clean ball you were yeah that's a that's an excellent point andrew when we go out and do this again, because we're going to have to hit more balls, we have to find a different field. You hit, Jeff, I don't know how else to say it. You hit them too far. <laughs> we, have to go, we have to go to a bigger field where we can actually go out and like shag the balls instead of having to like find them in the woods later. It, it, we have to find a bigger field. Or just one with a big net at the back. Yeah, or I guess one with a big net at the back. Uh, well, like a high fence. Like some of them have much higher fences. Right. Yeah, I only have I only have two modes: hit Gavin's camera or hit home run. I don't know how to. <laughs> and you were doing those. The only the so only well. two ways I know how to hit. So yeah, we'll have to get a different a different field, I guess. Uh, Eric and Andrew did a did a little thing on the YouTube this week. <laughs> we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff um, didn't love it. No, uh, Jeff was not a fan. <laughs> no, I was not a fan. I like a prank that gets resolved in the moment. <laughs> like you show me the video and we laugh about it, and then I get my redemption four minutes later when we show the other video. Just releasing of a, a uh, without explanation a two minute video of me striking out with no explanation at for days without me being able to engage and explain. <laughs> what's going on it was frustrating especially considering that video has like thirty thousand views and the youtube video above it where i do hit the balls has like seven thousand views and all of the comments from people i got for two days that were like i fucking knew you sucked i told my wife you'd suck she was right she's a fucking embarrassed for you and i'm like jesus christ okay. we have the other video going up tomorrow where you look like a true hero so let's let's go through this series of events because it is facing on several levels. We all are apparently the worst communicators that have ever existed. I don't disagree. <laughs> I originally had the idea of like, oh, it'd be funny if we put the misses out a day before it ended up coming out with people who are sponsors on Rooster Teeth could listen to the episode. Uh, so there was there's a portion that could see all of it. But I thought it'd be funny if there's like one day where the majority of people would only have that as a point of context. Then they would listen to the episode the next day and the video would be out the next day to see all the hits. So they'd be wrong. Like I in the brief moment I had where I thought Jeff just missed a lot. I then realized that Jeff hit essentially nothing but dingers <laughs> hit them too far, as Eric was saying. So I suggested this idea to Eric. And then Eric said that he talked to you about it, Gavin, to get approval for it. But I guess it wasn't clear it was going on the YouTube. Like, there was no, a miscommunication there. I mean, I made those there. I mean, like Jeff's saying, I, I'm only capable... I, I like doing it how Jeff likes it. I, ca I can't let people stew for days on a prank. I have to have the instant reveal. Otherwise, <laughs> I just get uncomfortable. Sure. Like, I'm just putting... Total. So I, ma I made those videos just to be... Well, either just to show you or just to put in the actual episode. So and then for YouTube, I was going to cut, like, a whole 
you know, a 10, 15 minute video of the whole day. So I didn't know that existed. Like I knew you talked <laughs> about it, but I didn't know that that video existed. And I wouldn't have even suggested what I suggested if I knew that video existed. I thought we only had those two videos. So I made that suggestion <laughs> to Eric, not knowing that video existed. Then Eric talked to you about it because Eric's like, yeah, talk to Gavin. He's cool with it. Like, we're going to we're going to do it. So then I guess it wasn't clear in your communication that it was going on the YouTube. No, I, he didn't mention YouTube. I assumed it was like because they're so short to be on Instagram. And he, the way he, Eric was talking, it was like, hey, we're just going to put up the misses. I was like, OK, cool. You know, I guess until you get a reaction of Jeff and then you put up the other one. Maybe that's what it sounded like. Well. To be fair, too, I, I normally uh, would have been... I was a big old baby about it, uh, I'll be honest. But I, <laughs> it just happened to release <laughs> on a legendarily bad day for me. Like, it was one of those days where, like, you know, I would come in and I would be exhausted and I would talk about how, like, Arrow shit the crate at four in the morning and it was yeah. raining and I was getting duty on Emily's brand new dress and all that stuff. It was like that, like that level of shit happened like eight times to me that day before I opened up social media <laughs> and got attacked. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I was just in a bad headspace that day. And I was, uh, so I wasn't, I wasn't feeling the joke in the moment. So totally I, uh, I, fair. I told, I just had to take a break <laughs> for a little bit because I didn't want to be mean to you guys. I would say that was condiments mini yes yeah and I, but i i shut it down before i turned into condiments max <laughs> no because <laughs> i couldn't i wasn't sure initially if you were actually upset because i i when i suggested to eric i was like well this is like obviously a dick move and if jeff wants to he can like yell at us on the show about it i wasn't sure the legitimacy of how annoyed you were and then it became clear oh this is actually something that really annoyed you I felt bad, which then extended to me texting Gavin. I think I this has been condimented. We cannot. <laughs> is, we could maybe add a new word to our list of condimented a thing yeah. where it is extended into what was a joke into something more real. Bet between that event and the uh, previously on face, I, I, I said Jeff yesterday, I was like, man, while we were on tour, this podcast really got away from us. <laughs> he was like, we got to figure out what's going on. <laughs> the previously on working as a, yo you still have your questions for the previously oh on. shit so we can we do that oh yeah. So just, yeah, yeah, just yeah before we close that off, just to put a loop just to like really summarize how fucking bad we are at communicating i communicated to eric not knowing that you had a full video gavin i just was not aware of that fact eric communicated to you what we're gonna do with it but you still didn't understand how it was gonna be used i then asked eric for the video so we could maybe do something <laughs> on social with it he told me to talk to nick about it i talked to nick about it never that never happened i never got the video it just didn't come through <laughs> dude you download this, it from youtube it's up there right now dickhead this entire it is on thing. youtube this entire team is a complete mess. I was in the airport flying home from the tour and I was talking to Nick. I just proofed the last one and we were talking about like, do we leave those hits and misses videos in the episode for the audio one? Because Nick had originally just trimmed it down and I thought, well, maybe we can leave it in and just play the audio from it because I don't want the audio version to be like a shit watered down version of the video version. You kind of want them to be as equal as possible. And Nick and I will go back and forth, like talking seriously about it. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I was like, oh, maybe we should put it to the group. So we put it into the face channel and it devolved into a conversation about cooking beans in a PC. And we got absolutely <laughs> no answers. Oh, so I went back right. to Nick. I was like, well, uh, well, that, that serves us right for trying to put it to the rest of the group. <laughs> it was just chaos. Everything's been chaos recently. And to be clear, 
those videos are still going to come out. Like you have the baseball video. We're still going to release your baseball cut. Oh, are it's, we? Yeah, absolutely. No, we're not losing that. I want to see what that is. I absolutely. Well, I don't want to sacrifice right. that. If that's done, we would be ridiculous to not release that. But, but you do that realize means, that means that with with it in the episode and yes, with the individual yes, videos posted on the YouTube, plus my supercut of the entire day, <laughs> they're gonna be used three times in the same place. Yeah, that's fine. The we're it? idiots. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. It's not ideal. <sighs> but we're dumb, and I want to see: is there footage in the supercut that isn't in either of the other two cuts? Loads. That's most. Yes. Of the well, then yeah. Then we're putting out the fucking content part. Yeah, I guess it's like the full video, and then and then highlights and lowlights. <laughs> what are we? What are we gonna name the full one to differentiate it from the other shit that is out? Listen, we're gonna have <laughs> we'll to figure get, that out. We're gonna have to get better at this part of it because I only <laughs> I only sense more video content in our future. Yeah. This is we're having this whole discussion. We haven't even broached the subject. There's a beanhole video that, he, a that bean the audience video. has been waiting for that they think we haven't given them, but we haven't given it to them because we're ed Gavin's editing yeah. it trying well, to put that, it that's together. The thing is that I want to take my time and make decent videos, but I also want to whip up some quick shit each time to show you like if that's we've fair. just done the thing that week. I want to have that update. So I quickly that's why I quickly make the digging video or I quickly make the misses and hits video. That's for us to talk about in the episode. We should really upload the digging video as well. We should just make sure all these are available. I don't think it right. matters. But you also <laughs> still want me to make Beanhole full version as well. Absolutely. Yes. Right. Edit Eric, I need an editor. Yeah, Gavin is... Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna That's a tremendous amount of work for it Gavin, is. <laughs> who is a tremendous editor, but he's also a tremendously busy, successful guy who... Sh I, yes. We gotta get him some relief on that. I can't imagine. <laughs> like, I was talking about... I felt so bad that after we ate the beans, I was like... Uh, on that Sunday, I was like, well, I'm going to fucking go home and relax or I'm going to go relax now. Good. Good day, everybody. And Gavin goes, I'm going to go home and watch 12 hours of bean and baseball footage. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, his day's just starting. <sighs> it's fun, though. I like it. I enjoy it. That's good. I'm excited. I'm, I'm genuinely so excited with the video. We're terrible at communicating. Those may or may not be available. I'm assuming <laughs> they'll be available by the time they hear this. Who knows? Who you knows? can check our Facebook or not Facebook. Why what? That? It's dumb. What the f I don't know why my brain. I'm going to be completely what the hell? You honest with you. Up on Facebook. No, no, no. What the motherfucker no. are me, you talking about? This is what happened. Okay. <laughs> I told the lactating story backwards from what I wanted to. I like shot the ball into the sand trap and I've been in the sand trap the whole show. <laughs> I haven't been able to get out of the sand trap. It has been a tough time. I've taken several swings. I'm just going trap the trap. Well, I've that's one of the places it. we're digging a bean hole, so just stay <laughs> yeah. out here for Oh, and you did reference, we, I think we do have a very clever idea to try to cook beans in a PC. We should try yes. to film that as well. <laughs> Let's I see if a PC gets the well. beans hotter than my bean hole. Never got an answer on how you wanted to handle the videos in the episode, <laughs> though, but at least we got PC beans. Um, questions for the previously on. Okay, uh, I, can I, I, I have my first question. Can I, ask my, can I ask my question? Absolutely. Have I ever met this person in real life in my life i'm gonna say no okay that's my question is it one of the is it the lawyer guy is it your first legal team or no. our legal team uh. no no eric no, no eric you get a question no he knows i, I already know the answer oh well then nick? ask a then ask a really good question <laughs> <laughs> nick nick's typing uh, nick, nick knows, knows too. too eric you blabbermouth you leaked it to nick I don't oh, remember. Damn. Did I tell Nick? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. 
I don't weird think, because I don't remember tell I don't remember telling Nick. We're usually so good at communicating this stuff. Huh. I really don't remember telling we Nick about who the previous Leon is. Who wait, when would I tell Nick? I don't no. know. I, no. I refuse well, I refuse no. to believe this no. was my fault. Okay. No. 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 <laughs> I could be wrong. <laughs> how, how else? Does I, Nick, what? Hang on. <laughs> hang on. This guy never talks on the podcast and just unmuted to say I could be wrong. He's going to have to record a pickup from something. <laughs> okay. We're gonna, you're going to message me directly, Nick, who you think it is. <laughs> yeah, this you is can't good. Say it. This will know. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and uh, uh, slack Andrew who you think. Well, slack me right Jeff now who you I, think it is. Jeff and I could deafen. No. no. I don't, don't trust it. We'll cheat. see Nick messaging I'll me. Cheat. No, I'll, I'll tell you what. I uh, I panicked and I said yes. Uh, <laughs> I do not know who it is. I was like, I got to hit record. Wait, know who it is. What are you talking oh, about? You didn't remember where you heard it, but you don't Absolve. know. No, I totally. Okay. I had a moment of like, hey, you know, I I'll just apologize. say I know so I don't have to turn on this mic and do all this stuff. And now, <laughs> now it's, the lie's gone too far. It's gone too far. <laughs> is it too deep? All right, well, now you can give a guess. <laughs> yeah, now you got to ask your question. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, is it, um, is that the person who wrote the Variety article, is it? Oh my it's god. Okay. No. He wasn't Nick wasn't here for the last episode. Nick wasn't here for the last episode. Oh, really? I was about to say maybe there's a reason Nick doesn't talk on this one. You called up a pinch hitter and he just left. He just I went home. I can't imagine being a fan of this podcast. The last 15 minutes have been insane. <laughs> this is a good example of the communication thing. Dude, we're falling apart. We're full, 100 episodes in, we're worse than ever. <laughs> we need to release a supplemental contact like Eric Eric does his job that's just face communicates. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, man. Are you guys excited for next week? It's our, it's our 100th episode. Wait. That's quite a milestone. I'm very yeah, are we excited. still in season four? Uh, Across the 100? Yeah. Is we that change? the finale? Se no, go season four goes for a while. We just started season four. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Works. Can, is there a way we can on the website actually reflect the the seasons accurately on our show page, <laughs> yeah. just, just so it makes no sense at all? I I can tr I can try and see what I can do. Put the That'd one awesome. episode or like one and a half episodes <laughs> or whatever that are season three. Yeah, I'll yeah. see what I can do. Get them That'd be brilliant. Yeah. Awesome. So so now, Andrew, you have stuff planned for episode 100. Do you have multiple things or just one thing? I, I have multiple things that I'm on the fence about doing, so I might have nothing. I either okay. have a lot or nothing. That's fair. And Gavin, you have a story you want to tell? Is that all you have planned for 100? Uh, yeah, I just, I just remembered a story the other day. I realized I'd never told it, and I thought, oh, maybe, I'll, maybe if there's time on episode 100, I'll tell that one. Okay. okay. I don't want to build it up too much. It's just a story, but I just want <laughs> well, to tell it. So you, what you're saying is, this is the best story you will have ever told. You don't want to. You don't want to build <laughs> well, it up too much. Uh, yet you'll tease it in the two episodes leading up. I to don't want to tease it. You brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can't wait for this story. Uh, I'll be oh, telling uh, be uh, maybe six out of ten story. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe you land in the sand trap with me. I'll show you how not to get out of it. Oh man! I I, oh. I couldn't tell you were rolling around the sand trap the whole episode. Oh, I was oh, it was pretty struggling obvious. After he was that. flailing. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> flustered. I picked up on it. Uh, <laughs> oh, I should say one little piece of housekeeping. Uh, a little kudos. I don't know if you guys saw it, but um, we had another little uh, period of growth. 
the last two episodes have uh, cool. done like have had bo- have been boosted awesome. uh, in, in views somehow. Do we do this well, in the episode so now? We discuss the performance. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Like the last couple episodes did really well, so we must be on to something. Two- you say that like it's a weird thing. Literally, essentially, all I hear about the performance of the show is in the episode. That's the yeah, only time I about? get any update ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, you maybe used some of your pleasantries time. We, uh, there was a period, I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but there was a period where we became, uh, we crossed a threshold and became the number one podcast in the company. Ah. And then and ridiculous. straight back down again. And then we, then we dipped, <laughs> then we dipped for a little bit, but now we're, now we're coming back up again. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So whatever we did What's to dip, we shouldn't do again. And whatever we did to grow, we should all only do that. <sighs> what do we do to dip? I have no clue, man. I don't know. Dip? I don't know what we did to grow. To be honest with you, hmm. Hmm. Whole thing was per- whole thing is perplexing to me. Hmm. I hope the audience likes beef paste. <laughs> well, this is how we're gonna cement ourselves with the UK audience, right? <laughs> yes, Andrew. If I send you Bovril for the next for episode hundred, will you drink it? I or, or eat it on toast. Will. Okay. I will do whatever you want me to do with it. I think we should make a hot bovril and you should drink it. I think that's the purest. Uh, Can I use form my cure to make it? Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Can, I, Can I put it in one of my pods? I mean, it's a tool. Tools are meant to be used. I wonder if bovril make like K cups and curing things. Let me look. I feel extremely like that's not likely. With beef, I'd be in a bovril K cup. Oh shit, dude. No, Do they? gearheads. What the fuck is that? Uh, no, it uh, doesn't look like it. That's too bad. It does look fucking gross, though. <laughs> Beefy bottle. Oh, you can buy it on Amazon. Oh, fucking awesome. Ew. Ew. Why is? <laughs> Goddamn, dude. No offense, but some of the, some of the graphic design in the UK is still in the 1980s. You guys have to modernize well, your post it. Let me your... let me look. All right, hold on. Copy image. Does that mean that Jack, when he's doing the next time on, he's going to have to work Bovril into two different <laughs> episodes? <laughs> like, that does not I mean, look what? like something that was designed in the last 20 years. Well, it probably wasn't. It doesn't. What year was that? But it looks good. Update your fucking logo. Copy image. Let me do this one. This one's a little better. I like this one better, but it still looks old as fuck. It looks like something I would have bought. It looks like the canister I would have bought in 1984. I mean, I've never seen it in that form. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen it in, like, the tub. I've not seen yeah. it in the uh, squeeze tube <laughs> powder chicken bottle <laughs> that's the chicken bovril <laughs> beefy <laughs> bovrite is that even is that that's the same like a, brand bovrite that's a competitor i guess mm. what is where does bovrite what is the name bovine rill what's the rill <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to process. Do you think they went in What's thinking it would real? be meat and vegetable extract, or like they just started with meat extract? They're like, we need to extract more. What, are we extract? <laughs> what else are we gonna pull from? Vegetables. It is forty-two dollars to buy. It is two dollars and sixty-eight cents an ounce for Bovril on Amazon. Good lord, Andrew. If I ship, do you need anything else? Because shipping like just one thing of Bovril. <sighs> To Canada, is it going to be a waste? Do you need a phone? Do, I, what do you need? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay. You can do this is a Brit box thing. You can go with a few other, could other we, items if you want. Could yeah. we ever send Andrew an iPhone someday so that he can be blue on our text chains and that the fucking images don't come through as postage stamps? We can just get on WhatsApp, I guess. Uh, I guess so. 
<laughs> I don't mind because I don't deal with that at all. <laughs> That's not an issue for me. Honestly, it, I, I don't know how it's still so bad. If you send us, if anyone on that chain sends a video, it's literally like 60 pixels wide. Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It looks fine for me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, That's a really dumb problem. The only issue I have is for some reason when I text... When I, I don't remember if it's either you, Jeff, or Gavin. One of you pops out as a G, as a clickable G in my thing. And and it's you look the same. Your symbol is the exact same for me. So if I'm texting you both simultaneously, it is very risky for me to not accidentally text. Why don't you person. just assign a picture to it? Yeah. I probably should. That would solve that issue. But it's, I don't know, it's a little, it's kind of fun. There's that one time where I pitched an idea to Gavin thinking <laughs> I was talking to Jeff. Like it's. Yeah. And then, I, then I asked you, and then you were like, sorry, I pitched it to the wrong guy. And I was like, well, you can pitch it to me now. And you're like, no. <laughs> I'll let Gavin pitch you. I give you the intro. Gavin can finish it. Uh, all right. We should probably wrap up. Uh, this was the 99th time uh, we've done this. And uh, it just keeps getting dumber. So guess I'll uh, finish that video then. Yeah, tune in <laughs> tune in next week when we do it for the hundredth time. It'll be a hundred times the stupid that you're used to. Uh special surprises uh in episode one hundred by Andrew Panton, Gavin Free, who's gonna tell a six out of ten story, and I'm going to do I'm going to do a dumb bit at the beginning uh that hopefully you guys will enjoy. Uh yeah. So fucking tell people. Uh, and and then make them listen to it or watch it or however you consume this. And if they say, eh, I'm not really into podcasts, grab them by the throat and tell them they are. <laughs> fucking knock it off with this I'm not into podcast shit. Just get into podcasts. It's the future and the present. And, uh, oh yeah, and like and, like and subscribe. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, Minor League Fan Jack here with a look at next week's episode of Face. It's episode 100, and you're going to want to be there for it. Jeff has a painful surprise for the team. Draw me like one of your French girls. Andrew gets question on P location again. The Face knob drop is available to play. Let's go to Vegas in May. Gavin is in Australia. And once again, in 100 episodes, Andrew still has not eaten the pencil. All that and more on next week's episode of Face. Face.